When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, you guys, welcome to another episode of Temple of Who Podcast. I am your co-host, Coach Mabels, aka J Mapes, here as always with Kings, with his fresh cut Kings. What is going on, my guy? Yeah, smooth, man. Smooth. Cool, cool, cool. Jordan, what's popping, my boy? How's it going? It'll be better, but we're here. We live to see another day. <laughs> Jordan had a rough day, uh, betting-wise, but, you know, that's what happens when you're a degenerate. You know, the lows are low. <laughs> um, <laughs> NBA playoffs in full swing. Series going down. Let's start off. Beta L.A., man. Uh, so since we recorded, there have been two Laker Warrior games. Um, Lakers, of course, went up 1-0. Warriors respond with a 27-point drubbing in game two. Series moves to L.A. to crypto. Lakers score 127 that time, beating, holding the Warriors 97, winning by 30. The uh, difference in both games for me, I, I would say, is obviously is the disposition of, of one Anthony Davis. He's been up and down all series with his energy, especially offensively. Uh, he was just dominant that game. Um, the Warriors players struggling on the road. Michael Green cannot duplicate what he did in game two on the road. Uh, Draymond Green, foul trouble, was not able to stay on the floor. Warriors defense was definitely affected, I'll say that. Um, Jordan Poole continued to struggle two for nine in that game on the road. Game three, just having a really bad playoff run. Clay, after going off in game two, five for 14 in game uh, three. Lakers lead 2-1. Um, obviously, they they have home court advantage now after stealing one in chase. Just I got to get a general disposition of how you're feeling about this series. Kings, let's start with you. After these uh, two straight blowouts after game one, how are you feeling about the series as game four is set to tip off tomorrow? Huge game four. I mean, it went it went pretty much how I expected. You know, um, Roy, Lakers were happy with winning one of the first two. You know, I said a lot of people said before Game Three, a lot of crying was going to be done about the free throws. <laughs> you know that all that talk about oh, you know they can't stop the threes, all this blah blah. We all knew Game Three was going to come. Lakers were going to make it a concerted effort to get in the paint and force force Golden State. To try and stop them, and bro, this the disingenuous hoop talk is just annoying. This is a the Golden State Warriors are a bottom fouling team. They were twenty eight out of thirty out of fouls against one of the highest drawing free throw teams in the league, in the Los Angeles Lakers. Like they haven't stopped hacking all year, so of course you're going to get fouls. Uh, you know, we talk about a paint team against a three point shooting team. Yeah, the Lakers made more threes, but the Warriors took more threes again. You know what I mean? The Lakers also at one of the top points in the paint teams in the league. The Warriors are towards the bottom of the league when it comes to points in the paint. The Warriors drive to kick 
They don't drive to score in the paint. Like these are concepts that matter when you're looking at free throw discrepancy. But people are just bringing up isolated talking points because they want to say, well, the Lakers have a free throw advantage. Like that's part of the like this is part of the game, bro. Like this gets said for years when you are a jump shooting team against a team who makes a concerted effort to get physical, finish through contact, finish, you know, try and finish over and to draw the foul. Like when you play against a team like that and you're more oriented at trying to get the open jumper and hitting the open jumper, this is always going to happen. Like this is common. This is like literally regular hoop. But like, I, like, is there like, I mean, I would understand if you were the Sacramento Kings going up against the Lakers complaining about the free of refs, but you're the Golden State Warriors with Steph Curry, bro. They're not trying to harm your brand, right? By making the Lakers win. Like, come on, bro. Right. Like, it's just, 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 just to add to your point, uh, the Warriors don't have one front court player in their rotation who, you know, scores in the paint or scores. That's the other. Like, they don't have one a like, single front court He's... player who's a threat to score. Like, or not, I'll say Wiggins is a three. I'm talking about like a five four player, player four yeah. or five who's a threat yeah. to score. So a like, big, a big, yeah, a big, big, yeah. A big. So that's just to add to your point, um, Jordan. What are your initial thoughts about the just the dichotomy between game two and three? Warriors respond. Uh, defend home court in game two. We didn't get blown out in game three. What, what's your response to, to how those last two games went? Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of gone as we expected, to be honest. Like, you know, the Warriors, I mean, I'm sorry, the Lakers have done this last two series. They take game one and then they kind of just sit back and they're just happy to win game one and it is what it is. And, you know, alternate, alternate days, Anthony Davis, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is the thing, though. No, all jokes aside, like this game four is a must win for the Lakers because I don't know if they can win another game in in Chase Center, to be honest, because the Warriors are such a different team from home to road, which is also why I like the Lakers in games three and four, because the Warriors have been bad on the road all year long. And I don't think people I think people are trying to forget that and they keep going back. Well, we won two games at, at Golden One Center. You Zach did wasn't a great home team. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> And on top of that, like, you went against a team that literally three of their starters gave them nothing, right? So it's like you got to you got to factor that in. Um, and the Lakers are different, dude. This is a team with that's battle tested, right? I mean, LeBron's been through it all. AD has a championship under his belt, although it was in the bubble. They're they're a more veteran laden team. Like they got guys that have been there, whereas the Kings didn't. So I think it's a different series. I think as far as the Warriors are concerned, like. The the talk about the officiating is it's just bad discourse. And even Steve Kerr came out and said, like, you know, at the end of the day, the officials didn't make us turn it over almost 20 times. You know what I mean? Like there's so yeah. much things that the Warriors need to clean up. Now, I, I think it's uh yeah, I mean, I, I, that's a perfect segue into the next. Just the, the big thing about the, is the officiating. I think when you lose by 30, um, the refs are not a, the refs are not part of the equation in my opinion you get 30 pops uh, they turn the ball over um nobody aside from Steph could generate anything off the bounce Jordan Poole has been an absolute nightmare uh all playoff run uh people forget he averaged 18 a game on 50 40 90 shooting their playoff run last year 21. he's been he's been terrible the the entire playoffs that's to me that to me is the biggest warriors issue because what Jordan Poole gave them was another off the dribble threat when, you know, playoff defense gets tough, somebody has to make a play a lot of the times. He did a lot of that last year for them. Uh, he's been just can't, couldn't, can't get anything done off the bounce this year. 
can't make spot up threes. And then defensively, it's always been an uphill struggle with him. To me, that is the Warriors' biggest issue for me. They're getting nothing by from their second best ball handler or decision maker with the ball or whatever. Like, like Draymond's a decision maker, decision maker, but as far as a guy creating off the bounce, he's their second best guy, and he's giving them nothing. So mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest issue for the Warriors. But the the fouling thing, it's annoying. Like all the stuff Kings brought up. Uh, they have no front court, no big interior presence. The Lakers do. They have two great post-up players in AD and LeBron James. Um, Dennis drives a score. Rui drives a score. D'Lo can even drive the score when he wants to. Austin Reeves drives a score. Where the Lakers have just a gang of players who know how to get to the cup and put the defense at a disadvantage with a, with, with a scoring move and not just Thank a pass. You. And I think score. that you know that that is the variable that's being overlooked. We're just reading the numbers, not looking at the roster makeup. And I think that's being disingenuous because they don't want to cope with what they're saying. Uh, Clay's not give Clay's been inconsistent. Uh, he was off game one, very good game two, very off game three. He had six turnovers in, in game three. Six. One other Here. thing that I want to add, the Warriors shot almost 55% in games one and two from three. And mm-hmm. yesterday they shot 30%. I mean, that's a huge discrepancy, right? That's called regression to the mean, baby. Exactly. So it's like you couldn't expect them to continue doing that. And that and that was my issue when they won game one, when the Lakers won game one and the Warriors had a great shooting night and lost. Like when you if you make 23s and lose, whether you do it again and win in game two, even though we know that the Lakers obviously conceded game two because they're going to split, they got the split like. You basically had to make 20 plus threes to win. You made 20 plus threes and you lost. You shot more to a poorer night and you got blown out. So what happens if you just have a decent shooting night? Because you, at this point, you've shown you can lose in a great shooting night. If you have a decent average or bad shooting night, can people trust you as a team to come out with that win on the road? Like, I don't know. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. But they're more than capable of making 23s again. Like, I'm not going to say they're not, but it's like, you know what I mean? That's basically what they have to do to win. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the adjustment they made, and just get into the, the adjustments, um, I think after the first half of, of game three, they made a noted effort to hedge a little harder on the screens. Man, a lot of drop. Like, AD was showing a lot higher in the second half yeah, of that game. And make, make, show, it, make, make the, the threes were a lot less cleaner. And he's such a special defender. He can hedge hard and keep those guards in front of him. And recover. A lot of bigs cannot do that. He's a once-in-a-lifetime defender. So, you know, that may be unique to to the Lakers, that capability. Um, I don't think it is. So frustrating game, too, as well, because AD just, like, he lacked – he just lacked all energy on either side of the floor. I will say this. I said after game one, I'm not sure you can play him a whole half and expect something in the next game. But that's crazy. No. You can say that. You can say you can make the well. He should be able to. But I'm just saying that's the facts, bro. He played the whole <laughs> second half. At this point, it's <laughs> definitely the facts. Like we yeah. see, we he see played the whole that. second half. He just didn't have the energy in game in game two. He just didn't. Um, and this is why the Lakers should be happy. Game four, they blew him out. Game three, so right, right, exactly, exactly. Okay. Um, the other thing I like, um, me and Kings mentioned this possibly uh, Darvin going deeper into the bench. Those guys chasing those shooters around. Legs were starting to go a little bit. Um, a lot of Lonnie Walker. He was big. He stayed ready. Came in. Got some very good minutes in game three. I thought that was a great adjustment from Darvin. Um, 
also like going with Reeves on Steph. Not as much chasing and clay around. Um, I thought that was that was that was a pretty good adjustment. I think Darvin um, hit all the right buttons for the most part. Uh, this series going against a, a championship level coach. You understand, man. Kerr has not lost a series as a, in a Warrior as a Warriors coach before the finals. So like the, the Lakers are going to have to work for this one. Yeah. But, so <laughs> yeah. It's about to be the Bucks coach though. <laughs> if, if Jim Parks uh you know has a say. Go ahead. The, the, the thing with the 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 ham adjustment too with the Reeves, it was really good cuz I saw it and I noted that as soon as I seen it uh just understanding what the Warriors are going to try and do with the pick and roll, blowing that up, being able to switch it with Vando knowing that he's going to get Curry, putting AD on Jermichael Green, because now you have to use Jermichael Green if you want to bring AD into the play, and he's not going to kill you on the short roll. Like, you yep. know, somebody said, if you if you give the Lakers Jermichael Green four on threes, they'll take that every day of the week. Like, you know, they are, they are sleeping well with that. So great adjustment to that. And also Lonnie, man, the Lonnie minutes were great because Lonnie has a similar profile athletically and skill-wise to the Kings guards. So it's understanding those guys were successful against the Warriors and playing Lonnie. And Lonnie was just playing discipline on defense. I mean, wasn't shooting gaps, chasing guys, good, showed good on ball chops. So if, if Lonnie can play, that's as a whole dynamic to the late bro, the Lakers bench is just superior. Like, honestly speaking, like if the Lakers stars even tread water, like there's it's hard for Golden State to win, bro. Like the Lakers bench has like three guys at least who can give you a 20 at any point between Rui, Dennis, and Lonnie. Like, it's it's not – I mean, it's – yeah, yeah. It's, it's looking bad, bro. It's looking bad unless Poole gets it together. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, just, like, you know, it just I, – I think Darvin read the game more, too. Um, I, I love Vando with the things he brings, but I think Darvin's seeing that um, – you know, there is an offensive issue to overlook when he's on there. So, again, Brandon only played 15 minutes. Um, but I think that him him being willing and Darvin being able to yo-yo his minutes up and down based on the need, I think that's underrated. A lot of players wouldn't embrace that. And a lot of coaches wouldn't move that. So, I think being able like, Vando can play 11 minutes or 25 minutes and still give you the same energy. So, I think that's also, you know, having that option is good. So, um I think we're gonna get a close game finally in this series. <laughs> well, there's close game one. I know. I mean, like the left two straight blowouts. I'm ready for a close game. What y'all think? Tomorrow's gonna be closer. What do you guys think? I think it, I think we finally get the close one. Uh, I don't know because the one thing with the Warriors is like they're such a heavy three point reliant team that when you're just when you're not hitting them, yeah, it's bad. These things can happen. You know what I mean? And we'll we'll see. I I like the Lakers to win Game Four. I, I, like I said, it's a must-win game for the Lakers. Like they have to win Game Four. If they lose Game Four, they lose the series, in my opinion. All right, let, let's look at this before we move on to the next series we're going to talk about from the Warriors side. Um, Kings, what do you think their adjustment has to be to to get to tie this up? So Ham played his hand Game One. Kerr made his adjustment with the Jamichael Green thing. Uh, Ham. Game three, going deeper into the bench, changing uh, pick and roll coverages. What's Kerr's counter to the counter to you to to make this a more competitive game four? I got I got two I got two two of them, um, two options. One you either, but the one is risky because then you risk your bench being completely bad. You start Jordan Poole and just try to speed it up and make it an up and down game. Two. You take Jermichael Green out and you put Kaminga in and you 
you apply pressure to to the rim and you put a guy who's going to guard the interior and he's going to he's going to make AD work and to make Brown work who's athletic and you don't you know what I mean you you beef, you beef up your interior with an athletic rim runner who's going to be able to rebound fly around and you know make cuts off the spacing that Clay and Thompson and Curry are providing you know what I mean and and you know he's going to get open looks and he can put on the floor and try and, hit and make create offense. Like right. it's, it's one of those two things, bro. Like those are the only two options I really see starting Jermichael green again, after what just happened. And after what ham is doing is going to be disastrous, bro. Jermichael green is not going to make an adjustment off right. that pick. Right. Bro, you know, the four and three. Yeah. yeah. The Kaminga thing. That's crazy. Like just, just a little bit off topic. This is so hard for a young player playing in the championship yep. situation. Um, you're trying to help the win, you're trying to prove you belong in the league, trying to get your second contract. It's just so many different variables going into it. Just, it, I felt bad for Kaminga. He got a, a few minutes in the sack series. They were a disaster, and then just Curry never went back to him after that. So uh, he's been in the doghouse since those few minutes in Sacramento. Uh, very wild uh, to see what's happening with him. So we'll see what happens there. Jordan, what about you? Anything which, that you would like to see the Warriors try to change to become more competitive or tie the series up? I was going to say uh, in response to the Kaminga thing, like the reason why he hasn't been getting minutes is because he hasn't been rebounding. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, he hasn't. That's, that's the issue is is why he hasn't been seeing the floor. And you know, we we've talked on the show multiple times about the business of the NBA and like why it's hard to have this two timeline thing because the young guys are out here trying to get their next contract while the old guys are trying to get a win a ring, right? So how do you balance those two things? I think at this point, the adjustments have been made. Each coach knows yeah. what the other coach is going to do. Now it's about yeah. now it's about the guys actually executing and performing, right? We saw with the Kings series and the Warriors series. Like, what flipped that series? It was Kayvon Looney's hustle, getting offensive reboundings, getting offensive rebounds, and getting extra possessions. Now, it's a little more difficult doing that against Anthony Davis, right? I think it's, yeah, that's a great point, too, also. The way the, the the Lakers roster is, it's hard to play Dre and Looney at the same time. That's the main. So that's um, and that's the other thing that's killing the Warriors. It's like because that hurts their defense because Dre and Looney have such defensive synergy together, and they lose something defensively without those guys on the court. But you just it's so hard to score in the Lakers when you play both of them together. It's too many. And, that, and that's that's literally what flipped the series against the the Kings was the like you said the hustle of Looney and right. then the defense and the synergy of Dre and Looney together. Completely, dis- you know, shutting off the bonuses water as well as sh- cutting off, you know, like Fox had to hit a lot of floaters and a lot of floaters and a lot of mid range jumpers. Like it was, you saw what happened to Hoarder. You know, I mean, he was completely nullified. Like Keegan Murray had to start hitting jumpers from the get going because there's nothing inside. Barnes had a bad series because he had to hit jumpers. But with AD and Braun, like those guys don't mind. Those guys don't mind banging. Like they like they see Looney and Dre, and they're like, you guys are six, 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 seven, bro. Like you're not blocking altering us. Like Dennis is so is super fast. He came off a series playing against Jaron Jackson Jr. He's relieved that he's seen Kevin Looney, uh, Kevin Looney at the rim, bro. Like these guys live in the paint. So six, seven, six guys, six guys aren't moving them defensively. And then offensively, it's like, bro, we don't have to guard you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, we don't have to guard you. So it's like it, it's you saw in game one, bro. It's just the, the Warriors hit so many threes, but that issue of Kevon Looney and Dre was so problematic 
that the threes didn't matter because it was literally layup lines. And then the, if they weren't hitting threes, they weren't getting they weren't getting points. They weren't hitting jump shots, basically, on the other end. So, like, like, like Jordan said, I mean, what's the other adjustments? Like I said, start cool. That means your bench is trash. You know what I mean? You start Kaminga. Can Kaminga rebound? You know what I mean? What does that do for your spacing? Like, at this point, you've tried, every, you've tried everything from a lineup perspective. It's like Jordan said, you just have to execute. What's going to win? Is the three-point shooting or is the inside get to the line play style? It's, the, it's a style spy at this point. Like, who, who's going to win out? And who's going to show up? Is AD going to show up both ends, or is he going to get outscored by Jermichael Green again? You know what I mean? Like that, <laughs> that's, what it comes, that's what it comes down to at this point, man. Like that's all it comes down to. Like yeah, I saw, the, I saw the, I saw the uh, uh, video snippet of Jay Williams talking about AD's production was like an EKG meter. It's up and down. <laughs> Kendrick Perkins said he played like Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> man. One more thing about this series, real quick. Uh, Lakers destined to win because their best, uh, their star player, LeBron James, Ronnie James, USC bound baby. <laughs> That's not that series related. This guy's a <laughs> let's go, let's go. Got it. All right, let's uh let let's let's stay out west. Other series, um, Phoenix, two Herculean efforts from Devin Booker, KD, supporting that with great efforts of his own, come back and tie. The series up two two. The uh despite a hell of a game from Joker, fifty over fifty tonight. Suns tied up two two. Booker is doing some historic things offensively these first two games. The whole playoff run in general. Very absurd. Today, uh 14 of 18, 36 points, 12 assists, six rebounds. KD 36, 11 and 6 himself, 72 points between them on 25 of 37 shots. They only missed 12 shots. I asked after game one, could they replicate that three more times? They've done it once. Can they do it two more? That's what it's going to take. Um, they scored 36. Next guy is Shaman with 19. Nobody else cracks 10. It's very clear how they're trying to win this series. It's like, we don't have the depth. We are going to give the ball to these two guys, one of these two guys, every possession. They're going to have to create. We're going to ride them to the wheels, fall off. They've tied the series. Um, you know what they say? It's not really a series until somebody wins on somebody else's uh, court. But it's 2-2 here. It's a best of three. Just what are your reaction to um, to Phoenix tying this up? We'll start with you, Jordan, the guy who lost money on this. So you tell us what happened. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, I was I was so confident the Nuggets were going to win tonight, dude. I'm not even joking. I, I, like, quadrupled down, like, during the game. When they were down, I was like, oh, I'm taking it plus money, plus money, plus money. Nah, it did not happen. Uh, this is the thing with this series. is like, Jokic, we know what we're going to get from on a every night basis, right? Yep. We don't know what we're going to get from Jamal Murray. We don't know what we're going to get from Michael Porter Jr. We don't know what we're going to get from Aaron Gordon. We don't know what we're going to get from anybody else on that roster. What we do know about Phoenix is what we're going to get from Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Although I don't mm -hmm. expect the efficiency from Booker to continue. Like, it's just, it's unreal at this point. Like, what he's done the last two games is unbelievable. It's historic. We've never seen anything like this. Amazing. And, and why I like the Nuggets tonight was because I was like, dude, there's no way Booker can replicate what he did on in game three. Like, it's just, it's unbelievable. We've never seen it. And he did it. 
Just real, real quick, though, before you go on, Jordan, uh, in the tw- 2023 playoffs, Devin Booker, 37, 5, and 7 assists, 65, 51, 87 shooting splits. Best player in the playoffs. There's no Absolutely. doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. No doubt. No and doubt. it's crazy because, like, Joker's over here doing things that's never been done. And, you know, I have to give my public apology to, to Nikola Jokic because he is definitely the – the best big in in basketball, outside of Giannis, of course. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah um, <laughs> that center discussion is just it, it must be table for now. I just leave it at that. Games, um, what have you seen the last two games in, in in this series for the Suns to tie it up? Oh man, just joke, just Booker and KD. Like I told, I told, I told everybody, Chad, and I told people, I was like. Booker and KD, they got two in them. They got two in them. They gonna get, they gonna tie this up, and there's gonna be two two. They're not gonna go out like this. You know, especially with Chris Paul going out. You know, them two having the ball in their hands pretty much the majority of the time. It was they were gonna put on. Like it was just that simple. You know, role players never play good on the road. AKA the the Nuggets depth was piss poor. Y'all, hey man, y'all got to stop with this Jamal Murray stuff, man. Y'all got to stop with this Jamal Murray stuff. He is averaging twenty-seven in the playoffs. Had another twenty-eight plus tonight. Like he, go ahead, go ahead, King. I'm gonna I'm rebut that. Look, 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 look. He, he, I get it. He's not always efficient. He's gonna take some bad shots, but he's providing help. They lost because MPJ no show, Aaron Gordon no show, KCP no show. If any of these guys show up in the past two games, they win one of them. Jokic and Murray did enough to win both of these games, and none of nobody else helped. Joker, them. And yeah. that's why yeah. they lost. So all, all I said was, no, I, I'm with you. I'm pro Jamal Murray. All I said was in that particular game, that fourth quarter, the shots he was taking was wild. That's was, all I was, was saying. That fourth yeah. quarter, <laughs> I, I want to disagree. Awesome. It cost them game three. Yeah. I also was- I also said that it's hard to be mad because we've seen him make those same shots before. That's, that's what I said. That's I, that's all I said. But I'm pro yeah. Jamal Murray. He's definitely a, 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 a he's definitely a deserving co-star to whatever to whatever Joker does. Um, yeah, AG didn't get going till late. Michael yeah. um, MPJ complete no show two and nine from three. A lot of them wide open. Um, that pull that pull up three on a break was a killer, bro. They were on a run to get back into the game, and he doesn't feel uh, Aiden hawking him down. He takes that three instead of gets a three on two. And he doesn't go to the bucket or, or attack the rim, takes a three that gets severely bothered by Aiden, and they come back and score off that. It's just a uh... – Punt that man to Jupiter after that, dude. <laughs> you know what? MPJ will mess around in, in Denver and put up 27, bro. I'm telling that's, you. That's, yeah, they're going to – well, this is the thing, dude. Jokic is probably going to get suspended next game. Uh, I don't I know. I doubt that. I doubt that. I doubt that. Bro, based, doubt on that. The, based on the bylaws of the rules, he's bro, getting- he, bro, they, he's not getting suspended for that. I don't, I don't, I don't see it, I man. You talking about you talking about a k- killing your most competitive, your most competitive, most intriguing second round series. I, I don't see it. I also think the Suns owner is going to be like, don't suspend him. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to want to be known for that type of thing. Yeah, I just I I, I can't see that. I can't well, see that. He, if he, they do, that I, that would be wild. He that plays game wild. five. The Nuggets are winning this series. Um, the Nuggets should be absolutely disappointing themselves because they should have taken at least one of these games on the road. Now they're going back two to two against a team that literally they're playing like two versus five 
I mean, it's just like you gotta look at Michael Porter Jr. Like Jokic <laughs> didn't come out and say what Embiid did. Like these other guys gotta show up, dude, at some point. I mean, just don't yeah. fuck Embiid. Um I switched my pick after game one. I'm still gonna stick with uh gonna stay with Nuggets in seven. Um Kings, what do you got? I had Suns in seven, bro. So I, seven. I guess I had to st- stick with it. I mean, it's gonna be a war. I can see it going in either side, but I'll, I'll stick with Suns and seven just just because I picked it. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's tough, bro. I I really like Devin Booker has to do like what happens when Devin Booker has an average game. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's it, you know I don't I never thought I would see the day where somebody outplayed 0-9 playoff LeBron, bro. I never thought I'd see the day. Man, um, crazy. What about you? You still got you got Nuggets and six or Nuggets and seven? I got Nuggets and six. I just like King said. I just, what Devin Booker is doing, like it just can't. He can't continue the pace. It's it's impossible, dude. Let me tell you something. Especially K- K- KCP will chase you around some screens, but if you can move off the bounce, he's very cookable. <laughs> yeah, it's not for sure. But it's like <laughs> Jason shooting like eighty percent. 71% true shooting. Well, here, here's my son's adjustment. I, I tweeted this. You have to pick and choose. You can't have booking KD go for 35, 40 a piece efficiently and then leave Landry Shaman enough open for 20 points. That That's where you. That's where they lost the game. Booking KD are capable of doing that. You lose right, Shaman right. for 20 points. If you're going to let them get their 35, 40, let them get the 35, 40. But keep everybody else at six. Yep. That's that's literally what Book said with yeah. the score is fifty, but we yeah, right. so like it's the same concept. It's like if they're gonna cook you like that, hey, tell AG, hey, every time you go match your minutes with KD, just get a hand up when he can test, get a hand up and contest when he shoots, bro. Try not to foul. We're not sending that much help. Just live with the results. KCP, do what you can. Try to keep him out the paint. Stay down on the pump fakes. Make him make him score forty apiece. But you, well, have, also, to keep, you have to keep everybody down. We got to give a shout out to Monty Williams because every time this man complains about officiating, <laughs> I remember I told you I was like, it's predictable, baby. It's predictable. The next soon as he put that out there, the next two games been lovely, bro. And like, if I'm a Warriors fan, I'm looking at this like, hold up, these two guys are getting free throws on on jump shots. Where, where why are we? Well, the thing is, the Warriors don't complain. Somebody I, I worked with, oh, I know who covers them, says this because. People complain about the wars illegal screens all the time. Oh yeah. So the minute they start complaining to the refs, that's the whistle that comes into play as well. Yeah, that's true. So <laughs> and that's why all these you know warriors people they talk about, oh, they getting beat off ball, beat up off ball. Well, that's the trade-off for the screens, bro. You right. get to do what Kevon Looney did, literally moving guys <laughs> out the way, and they're gonna get to touch you off ball, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's it. And uh, also, shout out Monty, man, going deeper into the bench, man, testing the offensive guys more. 19 TJ Warren minutes. Um, T Ross, 17 minutes. I got to ask, man, um, DeAndre Ayton. I understand Jokic is probably as good as it gets in the center position, but are, are you guys a little bit surprised at the lack of resistance he's giving? And, and he's not even making Jokic work on the other end. Nah, right. because- Does that surprise you a little bit? Nah, because. We saw this last year when DeAndre Ayton isn't involved offensively, he checks out. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah, and it's like he's not doing it offensively because you know the ball's just not going through him. And 
But the way the Booker and the way KD been playing, why would you why would you go away from that? I get it. You know right. what I mean? So like, like what has DeAndre Aiden showed that you should take the ball out of Booker and you know KD hands? Like I wonder if they use Aiden and break him down into uh role players as a trade in the offseason. I wonder if that's yeah. that that's 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 been like the you know the main whisper over right. there. I hear it. Um last thing before I go, Chris Paul, my suggestion was bring him off the bench when you get back. I I'm like I'm not gonna, you know. They say better. They play so much faster when he's not in, and it suits. It opens up the floor for KD and Book because there's less I, less help. There. I think they play faster without him. I'm not sure it's KD and Book. Honestly, I think it's the role players like the Shamits, the the um, Pains. You know, the land they play better faster. Like you know, what I mean, like yeah. they just play better when able to get them down. Like KD and Book are gonna do what they do right. regardless of the play style, but the other guys just are so much more involved when it's fast. Like. That, I think that's really the key. Yeah, my suggestion was bring him off the bench. I don't know how the ego is working all that in basketball. You know how the basketball politics work. Um, right. What do you guys think they do with Chris Paul? You just start him and try to go back to how it was? Or you can't how do, you, do that. How do you, how do you I don't reintegrate even him? I'm back this series, though. Yeah, that's a good point. That's no, a good well, point. It might, yeah, it might be Moody. might just be back to the next series. Um, you know, I, I, I think in the next series, though. <laughs> We'll see. Let's head out east. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit shocked about this series for several reasons. I thought Boston would make short work of, of Philly uh, five. It sounds like a potential to kill up, still go six, so I don't know. But it's 2-2. Philly uh, jumped out on Celtics early, withstood a, a late Celtics run. They even took the lead. Um I love Jalen Brown. That was literally one of the dumbest things I've ever seen on a basketball court. Um, you're up to, you leave the guy who's made the fourth most three-pointers ever in NBA history to go double and beat in the post when a two just ties it up and gives you time to win it. Leaves a hot James Harden, mind you, who already have 40 points. Um, Harden well, hits a three. What about that play, Jason? Why Why did they start that play with Marcus Smart on Embiid? Uh, I don't I don't have no idea. Like the, like the whole thing was was whacked out to me. Um General man, first, just first while I'm I'm I I, I gotta I, I have again I have made many a joke about James Harden's playoff foibles the uh the last decade plus. I gotta say, man, he, he was terrible in games two and three. But special. Winning that game without him beating game one. And then today, uh when Embiid went through a a big fourth quarter struggle against Horford. I don't know why Embiid was having a great game all of a sudden in the fourth quarter. Um just was really struggling to even get a shot off against Horford. And for them to survive that because of how great Harden was in the PJ Tucker pep talk <laughs> late in the game where Embiid made a couple plays in OT. I gotta give it to Harden, man. That that that's that he's been special in two of these games and they've needed the games they've needed. Now, game five, as Reek said, what did Reek say? The the, the Cinderella, this clock, this clock is striking 12 on the Harden playoff. <laughs> he could throw it all the way in game five. He puts up a, a four for 19 with six turnovers, the biggest game yeah. of the season. So we'll see, but it's 2-2. I know Philly, a lot of people said Philly feels like they have a, a better team than, than, than Boston because of the diversity they have offensively, and Boston's really three-dependent. Um mm -hmm. How are you guys feeling about this? I, I was like, I thought Boston got will get this done in five or or, or a quick six, or they're up three one. But it looks like a series now, best of three. 
I'll start with you, Kings. Where are you with this series, man? With three games, with best out of three here. It's it's tough for Boston because in the sense that um, you know, it's hard when you have you know you had them on the ropes and Bede was ready to basically quit on the season, <laughs> damn. And then PJ Tucker and one gets an MBZ there, tell him to stop being soft, basically. <laughs> you asked what he said, or he probably said something else. <laughs> yeah, you know, something along those lines, you know what I mean? Probably a lot of cussing in there, but you know what I mean? And, and then you have Harden, who's notorious, you said, a notorious playoff choker. He feels comfortable in the, like, James Harden feels comfortable in a close game with the Boston Celtics. Like, that's what you've seen in, in this series. And if that, with that said, if Embiid has one patented MVP game, they're in trouble. Man, they're in trouble <laughs> because can they win that game? I don't think so because they couldn't win the James Harden games. So if, if Embiid comes and has this patented 40 50, dominates both sides, like it, it's it's bad because they're gonna they're not gonna win that game. And then James Harden has shown you he can play in a tight game with you. And they have no answer for him. So it's tough, bro, because honestly, the longer this goes, the more concerned you should be about Boston. That's the, 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 really, the, more, the more concerned you should be, because if this wasn't quick work, now it's like you have to trust Boston to execute with Marcus Smart. He answers <laughs> Alan Brown one foot out the door. Like, well, the, the, if, this gets, yeah. if this gets dicey, bro. My thing is, the, the, the longer a series goes, the more I lean toward the best player in the series. Stars, and yep. and Stars, that's the bro. that's where it gets dicey. Um, Jordan, where are you with this series right now, too? You still comfortable with Boston pulling away, or do you think they're in a little bit of trouble, or just how, how do you think? Uh, they're going to win the next two games. Embiid was, good. Embiid was good, great game three, and Boston blew him out. I, uh, I like Boston to win this game. A little tough at the end, but uh, there's no James Harden won't score 40 points in the next two games. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, he's at 40 twice this series. <laughs> yeah, but then he didn't even have 40 in the other two games combined. Yeah, he, it's nah. He's that's that's a James that's a Jim Harden we all know him. Well, the but. thing I'm worried about is is Philly is defending Jason Tatum very well. They didn't in the second half. Yeah, but he, he's having to work for everything. You even know even I mean? at, the, at the end of the games, look at it. Like people point out, look what Embiid did. They're for, they forced him to give it up to Marcus Smart. Like he gave it up twice right. with Marcus Smart, the game on the line. They're they're playing him as best as he can. They're playing the numbers game effectively. Like it's 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 tough, bro. If Jason Tatum's not, and the, it's a problem when the thing with them is even if Jason Tatum plays well, and this is the this is the difference between. Philly having Harden and Philly having a team with Ben Simmons. When and when Jason Tatum goes off and Embiid is struggling and and down the dumps, it's all over. They have no chance. <laughs> when Jason Tatum goes off, there's a chance that James Harden goes for forty points, as we've seen twice. And then that's that doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter if Jason Tatum gets it going because Harden's going to answer. Like that's the difference with this Philly team right now. Harden is the X factor, like you said, Jordan. So. Reek said it. The Cinderella is over. You're saying it, George. He's not going to get for you next two games. I agree. Like, that's the logical thing. I, I don't disagree with that. But, bro, if you would have told me Harden had two 40s against the Celtics team, I would have called you crazy. Hey, I mean, you're right, dude. Like, 
I, I, I like Boston in five because I was like, bro, there's no way James Harden can play game one. He did tonight, but like he did it twice, right? There's no way he does it a third time. Zero. I could assume, bro. One percent chance, dude. One percent. I'll say this: the 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 they give him beat so much attention that Harden gets to play one on one. So if he's feeling good that night, you know what I mean. I mean they defended him well the last two games. So the last two games he wasn't great. Turned the ball over a lot. More turnovers than shots made. I put the tweet out there. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what I think. Harden is just if Harden. Because they give Harden scores 25-30, he levels the playing field with the Jays because you already have him beat. Yep. So there's no drop-off after the top three players in the series if Harden is his is his prime self. Yeah. And I think that's where the series becomes uber competitive. So it, it'll be on Harden, I think. I, I'm with you. It'll be on Harden's performance. I I'm thinking B's going to have his 30-12, and 35-15, like he, you know, ho-hum because he's the MVP. He's that guy. But if Harden... Matches with a 25, 30, 35. I think Boston's in trouble. 30. I mean, and that's what we that's that's what we knew coming in, right? That's why we picked Boston the win right. fair game because we had we were like, there's no way Harden would do that. And he, he's averaging 30 for the well, series. I think, I think another thing that's going missing in this game was that Jalen Brown picked up two quick fouls, and one of them was atrocious, dude. Like and Harden special. I'm about to say yeah. <laughs> and uh that, that kind of changed the course of the game, to be honest, because that's when James Harden really started to get going because Jalen Brown's been giving him trouble all series because uh, with the length. So let's say Jalen Brown, great on ball, horrible off ball. Well, the, the, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is like the, the Sixers aren't going to get those calls in game four or game five. I'm sorry, in Boston, like they got a lot. They got a good whistle today. And, Ooh, I thought I actually thought Boston got a, a lot. You got the um, uh, uh, the, the, char- the, the charge. Well, I thought he was moving. They let Tatum push off Boston, to take the three. Boston got Boston got in the, in the bonus early in the. That's fourth. what I'm saying. Bought, Tatum, Tatum pushed it in the beginning of the game, bro. They had like uh, Jalen Brown was in foul trouble. Marcus Smart's in foul trouble. Like they were, I, I, I just, I just don't like, like the game. The they like that. that I, I, yeah. th- I, I thought Marcus Smart was moving on that charge. They got the charge on him. Tatum blatantly shoved yeah, off. That push off was definitely that was yeah, definitely. That, that, <laughs> I, I thought was, there was a couple. I was like, whoa, but. That charge was definitely a charge, though. All right, I'm, I'm still. I'm, I'm going to go with. Bo- I have Boston in five. I'm going to push it to six, obviously, because uh, Sixers have already won two games. I'm going to push it to Boston in six. I got a little bit of alarm bells for Boston in my head. Um, Kings, what do you got? Whatever. I got. I got Boston. It should be Boston in six. Yes, yeah, should, should be. Should you be. You got Boston. You said next two games, right, Jordan? Yeah, Boston and six. Um, are you guys at all so you look at his whole body of work, the team success is great. He's obviously a great player. Um, does Jason Tatum's up and down so he's great. It's just the lows are so low when he does it. Does that does that concern you at all for the Celtics championship viability? He's the wing version of Anthony Davis. Like me and Jason. Like one of my mutuals was saying, uh, he was Zach. He was like, you know, James Harden, Jason Tatum, and Anthony Davis in their group chat tweet, you know, talking about who's gonna play like a Hall of Famer today and who's gonna play like they should play on the Shanghai Sharks. Like it's, you know, it's one of the two. It's one of the two for all three of them. Like it's that's how that's how Jason. I mean, and that's why I can't pick them to win the title. Like 
If that's how your best player performs, you can't win a title. The thing with Anthony Davis is that he plays with LeBron James, you know. Yeah, so I'm about to say, yep. <laughs> I mean, like he can that, that could be offset because LeBron James will pick you up in multiple aspects of the floor. Like Jalen Brown, like if he's not scoring, he's not dominating the game. Like that's just the bottom line, right? So, and if you know, what I mean, and the thing with James Harden is that he hasn't beat. So it's like, you know, for the Celtics. If if that's how Jason Tatum's gonna play, they're not winning the chip, bro. Like it's just not possible. He was he was phenomenal in the second half. Yeah, yes. well, I'm just saying, like, but his play was directly. They were down 16, directly tied to how it, like he missed his first eight shots, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, it was just that was the only thing. But it's been a couple of games like that where he'll throw up a you know a, a lot of you know wild shooting night games. And it'll yep. stabilize it with a, stabilize his numbers with a couple of crazy. Outlier, not outlier, crazy shooting performances. So uh, he's a lot, a lot of feasting for him with him. But I definitely a superstar. I think the Suggs have been in contention every year he's been there, except the year uh, Jalen Brown got hurt. They've been in contention every year. So like, there's something to be said about that. Like every year you play, your team is in contention to win a championship. So I, I, I can't, I can't knock the the body of work thus far. Um, last series, disappointed man. I was hoping the Knicks would. Uh, be a little more competitive, but man, y'all should have listened to me all year, man. Eric Spolstra, man. First of all, you didn't like the Miami Heat all year, so you don't get to say that. Well, I also <laughs> said, I also said I would bet against the Knicks and against in any playoff series they were in. Cost me the first round, but so the Miami Heat blow split one in New York, blow out Miami in Game Three. Uh, Randall continues to struggle. Jimmy continues to do Jimmy things. Spo is just a uh, better coach. Is 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 have we seen anything like this? A guy just just get me to the playoffs, and I will have us prepared for any series we were. <laughs> Bro, like it's literal people on the timeline tweeting like, "How the hell is are Miami ready for the playoffs?" <laughs> he's playing. Like, I want man. you to understand, like they're already limited offensively, and then they lost a twenty point score. In the first game of the playoffs, it's almost I, 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 it's so for me, it's so, it's so annoying that guys <laughs> like Spo, guys like Larry Brown, they don't get to coach many all time. Like Spo only had four years with 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 that level of greatness. Was at the finals all four times, would have won three in a row. LeBron sold him short one time, injury sold got him, got him the other time. But like you know, it's bro, this is a guy who went thirty one and ten. In the last forty-one games, but was Hassan Whiteside and Deion Waiters and Goran Dragic? Like, <laughs> like it's, it's it's crazy the level of production he gets out of anyone, and like his schemes are just his schemes are tailor-made for the other teams. Like you're not winning the schematic advantage when you play the Miami right, Heat. You right. really just have to have better players, and you and they have to perform. Like that's the only way you beat. Like you're not winning the X's and O's battles against the Heat. Like you've already lost, so it's just. It's just a crazy because so many people say that coaching doesn't really matter that much in hoop, and so many people undersell uh, what these guys do. And for a guy like Spo to show you that what you can do with a great coach, you know what I mean? And and like, man, the Heat, man, like salute to them. They're a tough team, man. They're I just want to say, like, just they won this game. They won this game. Kevin Love one for five, over three from three. Gabe Vincent one for eight, over four from three. Duncan Robinson, one for six, one for five from three. Caleb Martin, 23 minutes, 0 for three from the field. 
Well, they won the game by 19. Jimmy didn't. Jimmy was just nine for 21. Well, the thing, the, the <laughs> difference is, Jason, is that the Knicks just they're not good. Like they haven't been good all year, and like we knew they were going to get to the playoffs because we know they're going to play every regular season game, 82 games. Like it's game Wait, seven. Time out. So, uh, can we rephrase? If you go 47 and 35, you're you're a good team. They play they play harder than everybody in the regular season. Is that not a trait of a good team? It, yeah, but in in my opinion, they're they're an average team. Say they're not okay. They're not talented. Not a great talent wise, but they they're a good team. Oh, they're a good regular season team. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll give you that. Okay, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, all, all Tibbs teams are good regular season teams. <laughs> That's but, true. I mean, like when when your best player is a five eleven point uh guard who struggles against length, like that's what the Heat have. They have good length, right? And they put Jimmy on Brunson, and he can't do anything. He's stuck in quicksand. And then Julius Randle, I mean, Bam out of Biles got him in in shackles, dude. This isn't like he can't go. This was a terrible matchup. And honestly, the only matchup that was probably good for them was the Cavs because Davion, uh, or I'm sorry, Donovan Mitchell is like one of the worst players that everyone thinks is good. I don't, I don't understand why he shoot he shot. Oh the my jazz god, that is cap. Oh, those he, are- shot, he shot the Jazz out of plenty of playoff series. Everyone's like, oh, he's going to Cleveland. It's oh be- my god, um, here we I go. Can't believe you just snuck that in there. Oh my god. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, bro. <laughs> this was just a it's it's a terrible matchup, man. I I said all year I would fade the Knicks against any team in the playoffs. The Cavs cost me, but here we are, and the Knicks are under underperforming. Uh, so they're regular season standards and they're in, they're in a tough situation going forward because they're paying Julius Randle a lot of money they're paying Jalen Brunson like I don't know how they improve the roster but the roster is just not that good in my opinion hey you heard uh you heard your boy Windhorst 27% on the heat 3% on the bucks baby oh, what do you say Windhorst say you know Knicks are keeping an eye on Giannis right Get Giannis in OKC, please. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm, before we get out of here, you're not going to dismiss what Donovan Mitchell was doing in Utah. They were the number one seed. He was the only guy who could get his own shot off the dribble, so he had to take some shots that were questionable in the playoffs. So I don't do that. So what's don't the excuse right this year? Huh? What's the excuse this year? I told I told you same thing. When you have in the playoff setting, when you play two guys that can't shoot. And you can't even the, the Tibbs is Tibbs is telling those guys if you watch they didn't let Donovan Mitchell they he maybe got like five step back threes off in that series like his patent his shot they're telling them to jam him because there's no space on the court and make and make him drive into a crowded area and he doesn't take the mid range because of the Utah analytics or whatever so there's no mid range in this game or very little mid range in this game Donovan Mitchell is not that good man I, I'm sorry if Thank he, you. he 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 should he should have been when First, I say not that good, I mean in comparison to like the great players of the NBA. Like he's not on that level. I've seen him do it. I'm pushing get, back on that. So I'm pushing so back on that. What's he got to be like on a? If he's on a great team, he's probably a, a solid player. Well, he Devin, was, he was one of the reasons Utah was a great team. Yeah, and Rudy Gobert's rim protection and their three point shooting. And who created for those guys? Mike Conley Jr. Oh my God! Okay, here we go. <laughs> There's some truth to that one. Hey, I'm sorry, I just I don't I don't believe in the rewriting the the Donovan Mitchell. I feel like he's um, he's he's know. a he's a he's a he's a great scoring guard. 
Yeah, he's great a, scoring guard. That's a great way to put it. The gamer, but yeah, I I kind of I kind of agree. I mean, a special a, a a great a top tier player in the league is not losing to this Knicks team's four one, and it's not like he doesn't have talented teammates. You know, what I mean, I get they have no wings, but I mean, how many wings do the Heat have outside Jimmy Butler? You know what I'm saying? Like it's like come on, bro. <laughs> like like it's no it's no real excuse for the way they lost to the Knicks. Like. Bro, Jason, the Cavs were like statistically they were the second best team all regular season. And what? First of all, Kings the Kings is a pro- proponent of this since the Laker days when Javale and AD. He used to scream. He screamed at Bogle. That you're not going to jump to. He screamed at Bogle all season about keeping two bigs who can't shoot on the floor. It it, it doesn't doesn't work in the playoffs. Bogle had to scrap it in the bubble, bro. Javale started and played like eight minutes. It, 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 it definitely didn't work, but like, there, there's no way they should have lost in five games. Did you, bro? They that the hat when you play Mobley and Allen together that long, you can't score in the half court. They're so easy to guard in the half court. Scoring, you, say, was, you could throw all the stats out the window. Scoring, they couldn't even stop the Knicks. I just said, so. Tibbs is a good defensive, a, a great. If anything, Tibbs is a great defensive coach. If you handicap yourself by playing two bigs who can't shoot, you make his job a hundred times easier. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait for Jared Allen to get traded to the Kings this offseason. <laughs> that that was probably one of the best trades. That's that's a very very even trade. Um, yeah, man, we'll see what happens. Um, Nixon seven, man. I'm calling my shot. Nixon seven, man. Let's go. Nixon seven. No way they're winning this week. <laughs> Nixon seven. Hey, you're crazy, bro. Nixon seven. Jimmy's too. Jimmy's too good, bro. Nixon too seven. Good. This seven. series is over in five. Make sure you follow RIP Kingsbury on Twitter. Make sure you follow Jordan Rules TSP uh, on Twitter. Make sure you follow myself, JJ Mables 55 underscore MST. Uh, we will be back with the midweek episode this week, checking in with the playoff action. Um, shout out to Pilo uh, for yes, tapping sir. in with us. He, he, he stayed 10 toes down, win or loss. I perfectly appreciate him sticking true to his word and taking the L, taking his L like a man. He's probably happy, mad y'all didn't do the show after the Warriors won. Huh? Happy birthday. Happy birthday to my guy, by the way, Pilo. Today's his birthday. Um, hey, shout out. I didn't even know. Hey, I had to show my guy some love. Um, Jordan, real quick before we get out of here, bets for tomorrow. Lakers minus three. Lock it up now before it moves to four. There we go. You guys be safe, and we are out of here. Peace, y'all. I'm a bird. 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 I'